Hi, this is Gordon from Grinning Gargoyle Gaming. I am joined uh, for this episode by Alan playing as Xerxes, by Mickey playing as Siren, by Richard playing as Carcarius, Byron as Cyan, Peter as Carolus, and Neville as Beiru. It would help though if I started recording this. I'll add the rest of the stuff later. Um, so yes, you guys are effectively on your ship. You've made the acquaintance of uh, the head of the Marines, Sergeant Ives, and Lord Redford has left you to it. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to do in Seaton. Well, now you said now we just need to make ready and go if we wanted to. Yeah, they were basically loading up the supplies. Uh, I see. I think I said to you guys, you basically have a day. Um, in which, you know, there's, if there's anything, any last minute things or supplies you want to bring on board, you may spend some of your well-earned gold to do so. Do, do we have a Seaton town map, by the way? Not a Seaton town map, no. Uh, okay, cool. It is, it, it, it is a work in progress at the moment. I'm just not happy with the one that I created. No, no, sure, cool. Alright, just shaking. Because, uh, like, we're missing. Yeah. So... But I can tell you, I mean, Seaton is a pretty large militaristic um, port town slash city, really. Um, I think it's got about, you know, 15,000 souls living in it. Um, so it's about three times larger than Saltmarsh and, you know, all its surrounding little, little uh, burrows and things, you know, all the outlying farms. Um, of course, Seaton itself has also got a bunch of farmlands and that around it to support it. Um, and it's in addition to, you know, the fishing industry and all the trade in that that goes through Seaton from the southern areas of the Azure Sea in that. Um, also, all shipping that comes from the northern empires, including like, the quartermasters of Ayus, uh, a ship of, of whom you uh, passed on your way to your own boat, um, yeah, you know that the, there's, there's quite a bit of trade from all over the place that comes through here. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the only things that people that you don't really see um, are, well, the, the enemies of Kieland. The sea princes, etc. So, what are we doing? Uh, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to do some potion shopping in the market before we leave. Potion shopping? Is anybody joining Richard for potion shopping? Um, I'm gonna for? join him. Yeah, I'll, well, I'm gonna get some, if I can, some more potions of healing. And then uh, whatever else. Well, how many have you got? A few. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, with our luck, I'd rather get extra. Yes. How much potions are healing? Like the last time we were out on a boat, we came back with nothing. So, <laughs> potion wise, at least. Um, but to give an idea, I, I, I have, you hear a lot of clinking. I got 17. Jeez, okay. <laughs> I still want to see if there's any other useful potions. Not necessarily. Alright, so, so at least I know then at least I know then I don't have to buy a healing potions. I can focus on other ones. 
Um, I'm trying to find my store table. Oop, that's not the one either. Hmm, interesting. Um, okay, so we've got Carcarius and uh, Byron, did you say Cyan is also going with him? Yeah, I think you'll be curious just to see what's happening at the market. Maybe find a new hat for you. Cover that bald spot. Um, maybe go to a barber and just have it all shaved off completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Hold on, come here. I can, I can do that with Flameheart. Hold on. Well, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> Jeez, Lucky. Talk about extremes. Um, sorry, give me a second. I'm just trying to find my... Aha! I think this is the one. At least then, if I cut you, it cauterizes the wound as well. That's, that's no. Neither of these things are things to be looking forward to. Just go to a barber. Alrighty. So I tell you what. Let's see what you can find in this a small city. Give me. Uh, you guys. Okay, you can either, one of you can give the other advantage on this, or you can make two rolls separately. How would you like to do this? What's the roll? Uh, investigation, yeah. sorry. Oh, now I'll give you advantage. Okay, well, that's also yeah. terrible. I'm gonna <laughs> go as well with them. Are you also gonna go with them? All right, cool. Yes. Yeah, I might as well go as well. <laughs> I don't know what I'm else gonna, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna check supplies and arrange supplies for my kitchen and that, and sort out that off thing, Gordon. Okay, sure. Hundreds. Um, alrighty, so that's not too shitty um, a roll. Let's see. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm using a fantastic little thing by old Robbie to Robert Rob Tui. I'm getting his name wrong now. Uh, fantastic little module uh, to generate some random shops and things and the name of this place is new car car new car cars place and it's run by somebody called yom poppymont a female dwarf that offers to show you some of her mundane and magical items that she has has around um browsing her goods you find a few items um of note I'll let you decide whether or not um, they are worth it. You find a few scrolls. The only potions that you find are strangely potions of climbing. Um, wait, do we have any of those? I vaguely remember. We've got a grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the same as a potion of climbing. I like to imagine that Cyan has taken like a little label of paper or something and put it on the grappling hook and labeled it potion of climbing. <laughs> With like a little subscript, do not consume. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's dangerous for your health. Um, my good lady, sir. Um, yes. Um, what a fine beard you have. Um, mm. How much for the potion she of climbing? She strokes her little tuft of hair at the end of her chin. She says, thank you. Oh, Gentlemen. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, it's, it's lovely. Um, so about the potion, um, how much is it? Oh, it's a small <coughs> thing. A pittance, really. Um, oh, a hundred gold pieces. Oh, yes. Yeah, such a pittance. Tell me, where did you get it from? Um, here and there. 
Okay, sounds like you're not really sure where your own product comes from. How do I know it works? I came from a ship. Oh, I'm sure most things do. Mm, okay. Yeah, we, we are in a port after all. Yeah, that's actually true. You might have a um, your notice. Did you think there no, was a forest we've got a, We've got a boat, I'll have you know. Oh. Ooh. An important fella. So I'll, I'll, I'll put a hand on his shoulder and like, yes, he's our captain. She, like, <laughs> she puts her hand on your ass and she's like, are you the captain? Really? We're all the captain. And I look <laughs> meaningfully at everyone. Says, I step away slightly. Kinky shit. And she takes her hand off your ass. Cyan <laughs> um, sighs a, a, a breath of relief. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, how about. Mm, well, you're a trader, right? Like, maybe we could work something out. Ah, depends. What do you got to trade? Well, I was thinking, like. Maybe we could take stuff for you somewhere else, and then, because we've got a boat, and then, and then we get a discount. Please. And she like looks around her shop, looks at you, looks around her shop some more, and she says, "Does this look like a big import export place?" Oh, it was just such a fine store. I, I assume that this was just the, the the display cases and that you had so much more um, in a warehouse. Make an insight check for me quickly. Ooh. Ooh. An insight. Where is uh, it? Just before he does it, I'm just going to put a hand on his shoulder and say a small picket to pro can and give him some guidance. Okay. Ooh, guidance. What does that do? Plus uh, one D4. Ooh. Well, I'm gonna take my pipe out and start smoking. <laughs> You're gonna smoke some of that halfling weed. Um, yeah. So with a 13 in total, uh, you get the sense that she, she's a little bit shifty. There's definitely something, but I mean, she's not being dishonest about, you know, the size of her store or anything like that. But you have a, a, a suspicion that some of her goods... We're not exactly brought in through customs. Yeah, figured. Um, wait, who's here with Beru? Are you? Is Beru here with us? Don't no, Beru. No. getting this cooking stuff. Xerxes, Carolus, uh, you, and Cargarius. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Remember, is Siren there also, Mickey? I'm chilling somewhere on this ship. No, I, I, I think Kitty's busy helping me inspect and make sure the wine reserves are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All up to quality. Making sure that they aren't too full before the ship leaves. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Sion will turn to Xerxes and you say, um, I'm going to whisper, like, I'm going to turn my back to the dwarf. Um, Xerxes, you're kind of like a shifty guy. I'm getting shifty <laughs> feelings from from this dwarf. Maybe, maybe there's like a little something something you could find out. Say, what did you call me? Shift. <laughs> Shifty. She's a shift your jaw. Um, you see, you know all the street lingo that I just not don't. Wrong. Wait a minute. So, um, there's something fishy about her. Is yeah. That, uh, so I'll I'll sort of uh, wait. So you're trying to get a discount at the moment. Well, I just you know, that'd be nice, but like I feel like. You may be more on her level. 
So I'll I'll sort of tune. Um, look, we're adventurers, and we tend to buy a lot of goods. Um, pretty sure we're going to be coming here quite regularly. Um, is this all you have to offer, um, or is there anything else that uh, you might have of interest? Um, and I'll sort of give her a wink, uh, and I'll say we'll definitely make it worth your while um, in the future. Uh, perhaps we could start a good partnership, well, uh, relationship between a lot of us. So give me a persuasion roll, please. Is anybody anybody else saying anything to help Xerxes? I don't know if anybody are proficient in it. No, I just took a step back. Though with a 23, that's pretty I've decent. I've got proficiency, so I can give him a help anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so My Christmas. She says, all right, I'll make a deal with you guys. For the low, low price of 450 gold, I will give you six bottles of climbing potion. And I will show you a few things, because she's like sized you up, Xerxes, and she says, you might want to take a gander at, at these. And she like leads you over to a, a slightly more shadowy corner that's also seemingly kept dry somehow by something. Um, and she shows you a bunch of small wooden boxes that you instantly recognize as being scroll cases and she hands a few to you and um give me an arcana check as well all right uh let me see i need to consult with something so i don't want any potion by the way she's offering you six <laughs> um how much? How, how much? Six four fifty. Four fifty for six. So it used to be a hundred for one. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, oh. six. That means like one. Sign. I'll, I'll go harvest with you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. We'll we'll choose the best one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all the same. Well. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know potions. <laughs> As you say this, you catch <laughs> like a little hair floating in one of the potions. <laughs> you see, you see, this is the one you want to avoid. Maybe that's the hair of a giant that makes you climb yeah. better. That's one of the good ones. Cyan, <laughs> like, half and half believes this. Alright, I've added six potions of climbing to the inventory sheet. You two can decide who's paying what. You said half, half. So, 225 yeah. each. Okay, yeah, dope, thank you. Um, so, with that roll... Alan, you recognize a couple of the scrolls as just like simple little um, diagrams. It's really what children use to learn magic. Um, for those who already display the ability at a younger age, you recognize one straight off the bat as being something of light um, and another one allowing them to conjure a mage hand. Uh, the other one that you recognize is a scroll of find familiar interesting um the one you can't you're not quite okay. sure from the markings what it is but it looks to be more clerical magic you no know, priestly magic um and another one 
uh, is also unfamiliar to you. You're not quite certain what it is. Say, so, hey, you, you uh, healing things, human thing with my job. Come look at this. Um, <laughs> human, come here. <laughs> you healing objects that keep me alive. Yes. What would you um, like to? Yes, I am human. What, what, um, come have a look at this parchment. Oh, cool. Um, I think sign gravitates towards the fine familiar scroll. All right. Um, is this the parchment that you were going to show me? Oh, just... no, in all, I'm actually reading Find Familiar Spell as we speak. There was one, I'll, I'll lead you specifically to the one that looked clerical. Uh, okay. Um, so what, what, what are the clerical spells? Uh, you can give me a religion check, please. Oh. Uh, also, I'll be checking just over. Sign, um, how, how tall are you again? Um, I'm like 5'8", I think. Okay, so I'll be looking over his head at the scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, like kind of like leaning it up, like showing the light so you'll be able to see it. Alright. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> so on, uh, that's just, and on, then it's just like, nope. <laughs> this is yeah. healing that leg all over again. <laughs> that was a, a 10 by Cyan and a 6 by Carcarius. So these clerics don't know what the hell this thing is. It's probably. So I think it, it, needs some, it needs some further study, maybe. Do you want me to look at it? Actually, wait. No. Cyan, you do recognize this. Sorry, I was thinking uh. of a different spell. This one you would recognize. Uh, this is Purify Food and Drink. Uh, I put it down and I say, lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want this fine familiar spell if anyone wants it. Uh, ooh. Uh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I'm tempted. <laughs> Tell me, Zosia, yeah. what does what Fine Familiar do? I, I just love reading the Fine Familiar. It's like, a fish can be a Fine Familiar. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine yourself walking around with a fish. A fish? Could it be a crab? I've linked it into the, the chat box for you if you want to read over it. But basically, this, um... You get a bums. Get a, yeah, pretty much. Something to a seahorse! Mm -hmm. Just keep in mind, uh, this is technically not something that you can cast as a cleric. Oh, damn. Oh, you, you'd need to... Isn't it just a... Um, a of roll or something to see if you can succeed? Mm -hmm. If it's a non... If it's a scroll not from your discipline? Oh, that's true, yeah. That's a good question. I always thought it's, it was it's straight up forbidden. No, it's... I thought that, that's where I stuffed up in the last campaign when I tried to roll for Brave or whatever that straw was, and then I failed and because I had disadvantage. It's um, yeah, an intelligence spell... check with the... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no worries. I was about it's... to read, if the spell is on your class's spell list, you can read the scroll... And cast the spell without providing any material components. Otherwise, the scroll is unintelligible. Casting the spell by reading the scroll requires the spell's normal casting time. Once the spell is cast, the words on the scroll fade and it crumbles to dust. Uh, if the casting is interrupted, the scroll is not lost. If the spell is on your class list but of a higher level than you can normally cast, you must make a DC 10 plus the spell's level. On a failed check, the spell disappears from the scroll with no other effect. 
But yeah, it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's class. But you do need to be of the applicable class. Oh dang. Okay. So well, in other words, when we look at this, it, like this is just gibberish. Why the hell are we looking at this? <laughs> so I then add gibberish to me then too, because uh, um, yeah, I've actually yeah, because it's not on it. your spell list. Oh well, damn. Okay. Uh, actually, wait. Sorry, I need to actually use Tasha to reference something. Sorry, I don't know. I think I might have walked a bit away from the mic there. I need to reference something in Tasha oh, quickly. Yeah, because Tasha expanded the applicable spell lists for the classes. Oh, yes, I need to look at that. So I would have thought that it would be fine to be able to call a fine familiar. Yeah. You'd think. You would think. But perhaps you are now able to. Let me check. One moment, so, please. Cyan and I must actually add those third-level spells to our selection. Uh, I've that, already done that, I think. Uh, but yeah. no, but the ones from Tasha's now that we can use. Yeah, yeah, the, the Tasha's source books in the uh, library. Okay, apparently Xerxes does not have access to Find Familiar. Ah, no. I wouldn't have got it anyways, it's fine. So, sorry, it's also gibberish to you, apparently. Um, I'm trying to have a look here. Uh, there is one other scroll there that is of an arcane nature, and I do believe it is something that you would be able to cast. Uh, and strangely, I thought it was also a level 2, so this means you would also understand it. Why is it limited to Artificer? That isn't right. It's Featherfall. I'm damn sure you can cast Featherfall. Wizards. Yeah. I mean, an Artificer is pretty much a wizard with robots. Artificer is weird. It's like a sorcerer and a cleric mixed together. I just want to check the PHP. I can use Featherfall. It says you're a bard, sorcerer, wizard. Yeah. No, then it's right. That's exactly what it's going to look. It's just this particular one. I was only bringing out the the, the, the artificer for some reason. Alright, so. Um, and that one costs 100 gold pieces. Hmm. I mean, I could totally get it. I just don't know when I, like, how. If, let's say I'm falling because I'm knocked out, I can't really read a spell. When else would I actually need Featherfall if I can fly? But you can always cast it on someone else. Yeah, quite a few people. Yeah, that's fair. Sure, why not? Okay, so you're gonna grab it. I'll yeah. I'll dump it into the party inventory and you can drag it out of there and deduct the 100 gold. Sure. You might just want to identify it though. Is it unidentified? That means the potions of climbing are also unidentified. So yeah, that's sorted. Uh, hello. Click, click, click. Potion of climbing, say potion of climbing. Oh really? <clears throat> and yesterday they were un no, well they do now because I identified them. I don't know if they said it before. Okay, it is done. Cool. I'll say pleasure doing business with you. We'll definitely come around again. How often do you get new uh, stock? 
Uh, she says, my, my traders come in usually once a month. Might bring me some new things twice a month. Depends. Okay. We'll definitely see you around. Thank you very much. Sure thing. Do you remember my name? I haven't written down uh, notes for the place's name or her name. Just <laughs> It's a freaky name, so I just ignored it. <laughs> the worst part is... The DM closed the window by accident. So I don't wasn't even it, have the name. Wasn't it, it Shirley? <laughs> Shirley. <laughs> Shirley, Pommy, Ronnie, Ronnie. You know what? I can just listen to like, the, the podcast and get it again. <laughs> it was something like Cobblepot, but not Cobblepot. Shirley Cobblepot. Mm. Uh, doesn't, it, doesn't it create it as a story note, if I remember correctly? Uh, let me check. I think so, though. Story note? No. I don't think so. It's, it either creates a note or a story note or something because it's a, a story generated, a story template generator. So it should be under story. Latest. <laughs> Page <laughs> one of 30. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not searching through that now. That would be a colossal waste of time. I will, I will listen to the podcast and get the name. Um, all right. Anything else you want to do? Uh, that was all I was sort of keen for. Let's just get some extra helping aids. Mm, yeah, I guess. There's nothing else interesting. Didn't you want a haircut? Yeah. Hey, Shirley. Um, where's the closest barber? She gives you some directions. Not too, too far away. She says, um, you might want to be careful, though. Okay, don't, that's don't weird. Don't move around too much. If you're looking for uh, a close shave. How, my beard used to be much bigger than this. What, what, no, <laughs> I want to go to a barber, not a butcher. <laughs> Your meat should be fine, but your skin might be slightly reddened. What the hell? No, I'm not. No, isn't there anywhere else? Gee, I can always just do it. No, <laughs> you can do it and just heal it. You know what? Surely, do you sell knives? Do like really sharp ones? Do you want to hear the joke? Uh, what? Historically okay. speaking, sorry. So this is now like out of out of character. So speak. Butchers, not butchers, now you see, you put butchers in my, my mind, barbers. Yeah. Some of them were also like, I think, itinerant, like barbers and doctors. Yeah, they field surgeons. Kind of a thing. So, technically, Carcarius has the lofty position on the ship as being the ship surgeon. So, <laughs> re realistically, he should also be the ship's barber. Shirley, do you sell any sharp knives or razors? I've, I've skinned many an animal. I could totally help you. <laughs> no, I don't want to be skinned. I want to have a shave. Like, this really isn't rocket science, guys. Shirley. Shaving, same thing. One punches the skin, the other doesn't. Super easy. I can do I have, it. I have not seen you shave anything. Well, first time for everything. In an alternate no. timeline. Inside Xerxes' his, his robes, his coat, he's got like all the, the bandits and robbers and things that you guys have killed. He's got this collection of scalps. Gosh. 
Is is that not starting to smell? That is the worst haircut. I don't really have that. Come on. <laughs> In another world where Xerxes is thoroughly evil. <laughs> the toenails. <laughs> All right. So, sorry, I interrupted you with my 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 side thought. <laughs> so, what's next? I need a knife, Shirley. A knife you can sell. A knife she can sell. Hey, what? She can sell you a knife. A sharp one. I've got a skinning dagger. Can I use it? Okay. Oh, thanks. Okay. What do you want to shave? Yeah, are you shaving your head? That's a Corrales. Corrales, will you please shave my head with a skinning knife? Yes, but then bend down. Yeah, no, of course. No, yeah, sure. We'll do it on the ship, not now. <laughs> okay, thanks. All right, we're sorted. Great. Okay, thanks for your time, Shirley. Um, she says, um, the name's not Shirley, but I'll see you guys around, and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll I'll have some work for you since you're in the uh, import export business. Hey, much more than just that. Whatever you need, reach out. Well, if you come back from your uh, adventures and she like does a whole air quote thing um she says if you have anything interesting to sell i might be able to give you some good prices keep okay. that for sure and I'll, I'll be sure to keep if anything super interesting comes my way i'll try and hold on for it to you know for 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 a while so that when you guys come back into port, you guys can maybe get your mitts on it first. Because I like you. You're weird, but in an adorable kind of way. If ever you do find something, um, and we don't happen to uh, come visit your store in time, you can always leave a message for us at the Lark and Laurel. She makes like a mental note. She says, Lark and Laurel, I know the place well. Never been there. Bunch of snooty upper crust folk usually, but I know it. Great. Okay, well, this has been a pleasure. So, you exited the store. Um, sorry, one last thing. Are we heading straight back to the ship now? Why? To you guys. Um, if there's nothing else, guys, I need to pick up my fish. Oh, yes, <laughs> you still ordered your fish. That won't your be fish. difficult to do. You can do to a past your fish lady. Yeah, thanks. This, uh, was that weird for something? No, it was that weird stinky purple fish. Mm -hmm. And I believe you also ordered a side of calamari or something. Yeah, tentacles, uh, octopus. <laughs> um, so yeah, you find her pretty easily. She's she's always in the same place, uh, every day. Um, and when you come, she's actually got a, like a little parcel ready for you. Um, if I remember correctly, her name was Hilda. Yes. Um, Hilda or Helga? Um, Hilda. I think it was Hilda, Hilda sounds right. Yeah, Hilda sounds yeah. right to me too. Um, I think with watching Sabrina, my brain did a cross thing there. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, she's got this little package that's like, it's actually like fairly neatly wrapped up. Um... And, well, she's actually got two packages. One is more squarish, 
you assume that to be the fish because it's more squarish, more like rectangular and longer. Um, and the other one is like a small little like pouch of paper, basically. Um, and she says, got your fish all ready for you, sir. Oh, thanks so much, Hilda. Um, how much do I owe you again? Shit. Well, you paid her half the first time. I think that was like five silver. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. It wasn't much. Yeah. Um, I think it might have been right. gold for the fish and five silver for the octopus. Or something to that effect. Mm. Or maybe it was a gold for everything. Five I silver, don't remember. Silver. Tell you what, Shirley. I'll flicker. Ten silver for the fish and five for the octopus. Ten okay. being one gold. Yeah, alright, I'll give her a, I'll give her an extra, I'll give her just a whole gold piece and say, keep the change. She like, the few teeth that she has left in her mouth, she like, tests your gold, and she's like, this is genuine <laughs> shit. You, yeah. you are a, 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 one of them high knockers, but okay, thanks, and she like, slips it into her apron, and she- Wait, no, no, I'm not a high knocker, I, I'm, I'm a person of the sea. Just, just don't forget that. you are. Yeah. Just look okay. at you. You just, you just the sea just speaks out of your ass. Oh, well, no, sorry. I mean, um, <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, it does. No, you're absolutely right. No, yes, <laughs> I, I see people are very um, explicit. That's that exactly is how it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, she hands she hands you the parcels. Uh, nice. You can you are pleased to see that there's like nothing weird and um, unpleasant in the smell. That's, that you know, accompanies the parcels. There's also nothing dripping from it. Um, and she tells you that she has salted the fish to perfection. As is, she's very, you know, she takes pride in her work. Um, and she says the calamari um, has been lightly battered and just mm -hmm. lightly cooked. You might want to heat it up in a pot. You'll have to speak to your chef about that. No, why can't I have some now as a snack? Well, if you like it to be chewy. Yeah, heck yeah, a little chewy snack for the road. Um, I open up the packet and I'll um, chew on uh, one of the, the, the legs, the tentacles, okay. and I'll offer it to Thirsties and Carcarius uh, and Krellis. You want a leg? <laughs> Take a piece. Hmm? It's tasty. Oh, the, bag. the batter is tasty on this thing. Um, I mean, it is partially cooked, but you find yourself chewing it like gum for a while. Well, I'm just going to look at it and say no thanks. Let <laughs> uh, up my pipe. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather smoke some of this good halfling shit. <laughs> Which Walker? never empties. Which never empties. Um, have you gotten your, have you assigned yourself your extra point from smoking your shit? I believe it's been more than enough time. That's no, a week, I think. Yeah. Well, um, once a week, I get an extra point. Correct. Um, are you trying the fish at all? No, no, no. That's maybe for dinner. <laughs> I'm going to save that for later. Oh, I leveled up so I get an extra point. I forgot about that. Oh, yes. Mustn't forget to edit. Um, Alright. So, yeah. What else would you like to do? So while they are getting fish and whatever, yeah. um, I wanted to go past uh, the what's it called? Uh, the Dead Parrot Tavern and see if Jasper Copper Cattle is there. All right. 
So is everybody else joining Xerxes on his expedition? Oh, I would have left uh, straight from the previous potion place. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't have joined them down at the docks? No. For that. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, the, the bar is also pretty much down at the docks. But... Okay, so sideline. Um, so making your way there, I mean, it's still fairly busy now during the daytime. Um, going inside, you see the room is pretty much as what it was like that night that you were there before. Different crowd. Uh, you do spot him in the crowd, though, at that same table, busy gambling. Okay, so I will uh, walk up and I'll say, um, Jesper. Um... Ah, Xerxes, my old friend. Have a seat. Join us. Would you like to wager some coin? Oh, I'm just... Uh... Just coming to have a quick chat. We're actually off. We're sailing away today. So I just wanted to come and um, yeah, uh, say hello and see if you've potentially sourced any more information for me. He says, I have a couple of leads. I know a gnome woman outside of town that might be willing to help you, but she's a little bit weird. I'm, I'm in busy negotiating with her at this point. I tell you what, if you're willing to add a little bit of coin to sweeten the purse, I'm sure that uh, I could arrange a meeting for you when you come back from your from your voyage. Um, does it seem like he's telling the truth? Give me an insight check. Ish. Um. Uh, you, to the best of your understanding, uh, your sense is that he is telling the truth. He believes what he's telling you. Um, okay, so I'll say um, 20 gold would be sufficient. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, that's a handsome amount. I'm sure that I'll be able to arrange things um, for you. Okay, cool. I'll, uh, I'll hand him over the gold and I'll say, um, hopefully this is fruitful. You're wearing out my purse. Um, otherwise, good luck gambling today. <clears throat> he says, no, oh, absolutely. And you see he takes the coins that you give him and he very deftly shoves it into a pocket. Um, give me a perception check, though. Okay. Uh, do you have dark vision? I do. It is somewhat dim in here. So, okay, no, that's fine. You can make a straight roll. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 so Xerxes rolls a four and Bims rolls with advantage a double three, a double three plus three for six. Um yeah, okay, great. Um yeah, you just see him sipping it into his his, his what's name and yeah, you're good to go. Alright. That's the word I'm looking for. Obviously green's not your colour. None of the colours are my colour. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you tried grey? Not yet. <laughs> it could, it, now he's going to change it to grey quickly. He's going to attempt to anyway. Um, alrighty then. 
So, yeah, yeah. so you leaving the tavern? Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Gray is also not your color, it seems. Um, anything else you guys want to do while you're in port? Wow, Ellen. Yeah, I know. Wow, just pop those out, eh? Jeez. Okay, cool. Now I'm ready. <laughs> All of the low rolls are gone. <laughs> do one more, just for shits and giggles, because that was a, a four, a six, a seven, a six, and a four. It's 12, it's better. <laughs> Getting better. It's better. <laughs> All right, anything else you guys want to do in port? Any no. special provisions? Uh, I just want to make sure that everything is arranged and I want to make sure that there's always a cask of wine in the kitchen permanently. Yeah, well, you will, you would know that most of the beverages and things, um, the, generally the galley, the kitchen, as you, as you will, um, on a ship is not very large. Uh, there's usually a, like a, a space for something to drink, a space for like a barrel of water, a space for like... Oh, no, from the roof you've got your, your implements um you know all hooked up and that so it doesn't doesn't injure anybody uh you've also got things you know like salted beef and pork and dried fish and all kinds of crap uh hanging from the rafters um so yeah you could totally get one of the small barrels of wine in here too but not too much of it just yeah, one barrel. small barrels fine yeah, but we do uh, we do have barrels in in the hold, right? Yeah, so I can replace it. Yeah, the majority of the provisions are stored down there. Okay. I mean, you do have a crew of, geez, how many people were on board? Forty something. Yeah, well, yeah, all that wine is marked for the galley. Period. Yeah. Well, as the chef, wait, was anybody now the quartermaster? Me. Thought you were going to be the navigator. So I just even read now. What does a quartermaster do in the navy? And it even says navigation is part of the tasks. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. To me, the quartermaster is always somebody who divvied up supplies and things. Well, they they're effectively the manager of the ship, aren't they? Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. What's the captain it, then? It says, yeah, quartermasters stand watch as assistants to the officer of the deck and the navigator. Serve as steersman, perform ship control and navigation, and bridge watch duties, procure correct use and stow navigational and oceanographic publications and charts, blah, blah, blah. So it ties in with navigation. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Yeah, quartermaster have to do. In that sense, it sounds like a jackable trades kind of a thing. Yeah. Knows knows enough of everybody's job to get by, to stand relief, basically. Okay, interesting. Neville, what the hell are you doing? So, relatively senior soldier who supervises stores or barracks and distributes supplies and provisions as well. Okay. So it makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm testing one of the shortcuts that it showed in the little tips when it's starting up. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a critical roll, hold down shift and then just drag over. It makes it a crit. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You can take that me as, 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 as throwing it against the galley door. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So. Um, yeah, so wine is in the galley. 
Uh, anything else that needs to be done? Siren is very quiet. Is she just strumming, well, not strumming her instrument? Practicing oh. her... Yes. Like swaying in the hammock somewhere. <laughs> strumming. Alright. So, tell me, what are you doing? Yes. I'm going to get my charts and um, uh, my maps and all my tools and whatever set up on a table and um, pick the biggest room on the ship. And <laughs> Not that the rooms are very large on the ship, but okay. <coughs> but what are we sailing for Abbey Isle, eh? Is that our little ship over there on the map? Yeah. Yeah, don't you like my little icon? Let me share it with the rest of you guys. Oh, cool. I see. I remembered, I remembered there are things like that that I can now use. So <laughs> we can keep track of you guys. And I'm busy working on finding a nice uh, version of the world map. Unfortunately, the one that I have is huge. It's like, it's incredibly detailed. It is done by this woman who just loves the world of Greyhawk. And it's got every conceivable noble family on it. And I think... The size of the file, the image file, is something like 600 meg. Oh, wow. How huge it is. It is incredible. Um, but it, one day I'll stream it and you can see what it's about. Um, but yeah, a little bit too big for Fantasy Grounds to handle. It will crash it, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll want to try and see if I can find some subsections. But Greyhawk is strangely been neglected a little bit of late. I need to find some more resources. So, the ship is ready. What are we doing? Sailing for Abbey Isle, shall we? I think um, Sion will, will spend the time talking to the crew and like using his incense and blessing the ship. Alright. Uh, not for any particular spell or ability you're using, eh? No, just probably something I learned from the, the, uh, the priest. Um, like an actual, like, uh, prayer. I'll, I'll bless my side of the ship. Science <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shooting glances over to the other side. <laughs> Not to be outdone. <laughs> I was just actually thinking, with Tasha, you guys have got class features. Um, and I don't know if it brought it in automatically or if I need to drag it in manually. Like, you clerics can get back spells to a certain degree by praying. Who the hell is Tasha? Oh, cool. Oh, I'm just trying to find it, but I don't see the damn thing now. But you said I did activate it, right? In the library. Yeah, it's in here. What is it? D&D, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything Players. That's what we have. Yeah, the cleric Tasha's cleric is there. I don't know if it's combined the uh, it with other ones, but I'm just trying to open up my modules, so the <coughs> server might just pause for a second because I have crap done. Ah, that would explain it. I do not have it loaded on my side anymore for some bizarre reason. Quickly loading it. Mm 
Let's see if I can find it now. D&D. Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Players. Classes. Clerics. Optional class features. Cleric spells. Yeah, there's some additional cleric spells and then proficiencies for certain things. Uh, this is... I don't like the way they've Hon organized this. Honest Divine Power. Okay, I'm not going to waste too much time with that, but you will get Yeah, but Harness Divine Power is the one. Uh, if you find it and you can drag it into your class features on your um, abilities uh, tab, it would be great. Uh, I'll go over it and I'll see for the rest of your guys' classes as well. If there's something, I'll just make sure that you have everything that you need. Uh, Alright. Okay, cool. So, you guys are getting ready to set sail. You do have maps of the entire coastlands, Alan. Um, you have also, in this time that you guys have been in port and learning to, uh, you know, receiving your training in that, uh, you are more familiar with your roles. So, when you make, uh, what should I say, roles, R-O-L-E-S, um, when you make a role um, for things like navigation and that, you will be able to add your proficiency bonuses to it now. All right. I could have already, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Um, then in certain cases, I might actually allow advantage or something. It depends. Um, all righty then. So, you guys are ready. Your crew is on board. Everybody's raring to go. When you have a chat with some of the, the men on board, uh, you discover that most of the sailors, um, no, just the ordinary sailors, not the marines, uh, they've also all had some combat experience. I mean, the seas around Kierland are a dangerous place, considering they're naval enemies. Um, yeah, and you guys... Uh, yeah, you know, there's, a, there's an easy camaraderie between them. Um, you do notice, however, the marines that are on board um, are definitely a different cut. Uh, like I've noticed, noted before, they are very alert, very professional. You can see these are professional soldiers. Alrighty. So, the ship is leaving Seaton. The journey begins, Abbey Isle is not particularly far away, um, you know from that map that I provided you that it's only about 24 miles away, which means you can reach it in a day. Um, I want to hear from you guys, however, where is that thing? Sorry, give me two seconds. Do, 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 do. I need to change some sounds. Of course, sounds provided by Sirenscape because epic games need epic music. Because the clanging of that blacksmith is annoying me slightly. Uh, I thought it was the <laughs> anchor beating the side of the ship. <laughs> All right. It's actually just someone tired wind chimes to the back of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Cersei's. <laughs> well, I don't. Cersei's doesn't strike me as a wind chimes person. No. Siren, maybe. What did I do? 
I'm gonna try not to throw new wine on the maps. He's <laughs> dressed like a pimp. I mean. Uh, all right. I want to just check something quickly here. Give me two seconds, folks. Uh, well, you guys are not passengers on a ship. You guys are, in fact, members of the crew. Um, and it is something that's what that you can do as you're busy traveling. I mean, this, this, this particular voyage is not going to take you long. So you guys will be able to do it. We'll ah, try that again. Can't get words out of my mouth. We'll be able to accomplish some of these tasks. Um, you do not need to draw a map. You have maps already from your book, Xerxes. So you don't have to worry about that. Mr. Chef. As you Le are chef. sailing, the chef, would you like to make a survival check for me? <laughs> survival check? Why am I going to see if the crew survives? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all getting food poisoning. That's a con save. One of the ingredients fights back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 16 isn't too bad. Um, so as you setting sail on that, I mean, once you get past you know, the, the traffic nearer to the port, as you're going out that, what is the actual word, like the bay, there we go, uh, the bay that season finds itself in, the protected little shelter, um, as you start heading out towards the open sea, you are keeping your eyes out for potential fishing spots. Um, from what you've picked up in port and that, uh, you know that it is common practice as well for the cook on board a ship to organize fishing lines and things to be strung out um, to help supplement the stocks on board with some fresh some fresh fish for the meals. Uh, with that role, you manage to catch enough fish um, on these lines to feed the crew without dipping into the stores too too much no other for other than things like spicing it up etc um mr quartermaster hello no you won't need to make a roll is anybody in their duties um no, assisting the ship's crew with watches of some sort? So I'll probably walk, <laughs> considering I've got not much else to do. No, I don't yeah. think I do really anything, so I'll help this crew. Vicarious is walking around like, is anything ailing you today? Meat, <laughs> scrapes, cats. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Peter? Would... So I don't, I can't remember what's my role, but I don't think I have like much to do. You are so the second mate. The second mate. Yeah. Which I'm going to rule. It's going to be fairly similar to the first mate. Um, somewhere between this, the first mate and... The fourth possibly... mate. <laughs> <laughs> no. And um, uh, like the quartermaster that's also, you know, helps out here and there. Not completely proficient in things, but definitely something that you can focus on. So... I'll say if you want, um, we can have a look at it later and you can choose something like, you know, would you like to have, because you've also got 
Um, oh God, my, my words are failing me tonight. Sorry, folks. You are a craftsman. You also have carpentry or masonry. What was it that you have? Blacksmithing and masonry. Blacksmithing and masonry. Okay. Masonry is not going to be much use on the ship. Nah. But the blacksmithing could. Uh, so you could, I'll say that you'll be able to help Cyan out uh, with any repairs that need to be done. Okay. All right. I can make nails. Yeah, you can make nails. Always, nails always a handy, handy thing. I don't know where you're going to have a forge on a wooden ship, though. It seems dangerous. <laughs> we should have made it out of stone. Yeah, that's... I don't know. That that's, may that's sink the ship. <laughs> Depends. Um, all right, so you guys who are helping with those watches and things, give me some perception checks, please. Uh, that's so, um, yeah, sorry. Just uh, about the watches and helping out in river. I would probably have Bims um, helping me navigate, essentially. So also keeping an eye, flying around, going to the crow's nest. Um, yeah, just keeping watch and helping out. Um, Bims is fascinated, especially with you guys leaving port. There are a lot of seagulls, and in the beginning, because there are a lot of seagulls flocking around the ship itself, wow. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you people what was just rolled now. Um, but Bims is like darting between the sails and that, because there are seagulls all around the ship, and he's actually trying to catch a seagull to eat. <laughs> He's just having a ball. This is fun for him. Um, so Bims is going to be helping with perception checks. Carcarius is going to help with post perception checks. Um, I'll say, I'd say most of you guys at some other point will be able to help with watches. I mean, you're going to be on deck, etc. Uh, so with those perception rolls, if anybody else is particularly watching things, Now's the time to roll. So, Peter, Siren, Mickey. I'm not know. actually watching anything there. <laughs> but what I was laughing at earlier is Cyan, Carcarius, and Bims, with modifiers included, all rolled dirty 20s, basically. Um, which is absolutely fantastic. So, your eagle eyes spot the following. Um, when you have traveled probably for around 12 13 hours um it's mostly just you know, open seas you can see the coast off to the north of you um to the west of you you start seeing like a little blip on the horizon kind of thing as you getting nearer to your destination um but you notice something else to the southwest you see what appears to be an island but as you are watching it this island appears to be moving um you bring it to the attention of some of the other crew particularly the guy sitting in the crow's nest um his eyes are just as sharp as your guys's and um he has also has the additional knowledge and he immediately rings, starts ringing like a little bell at the top there. And he calls down and he says, Ship beware! Dragon turtle in the water! <gasps> Dragon turtle? 
I'm oh boy. Go Aaron, we, we cannot keep it as a pet. I've already tried that. <laughs> and then you I'm gonna go take a look. I wanna see the drone. Yeah. <laughs> uh well do you ask the question? I'll go have a look. Is so you're just standing on the um on the deck of the ship, busy looking out to where everybody is pointing. Um, you notice immediately that the what all you can see of this thing really, uh, this is why it looked like an island. It appears to be a giant turtle back, if you will. Um, its size is probably the part that's showing above water. As you're busy watching it, most of the time, I think it's around 20 to 30 feet long, or like roughly diameter. Um, at a point, however, you do see a head rear up. And I don't know if you guys have actually ever seen a dragon turtle, a picture of it. That's huge. Not in D&D. Not in D&D. Let me see but if I can get an image to show our viewers as well. Other stories, yeah. But yeah, it's basically uh, size-wise, it's probably it's just as big as your ship. Maybe a little bit larger. Right. So cool. But just say if if that's the size of the ship, in it that's a big ass shark as well. <laughs> I think that might be perspective. <laughs> but that dragon turtle is chomping, preparing to chomp down on that rudder. Um, but yeah, luckily for you, something else seems to have caught its attention. And slowly it starts diverting further south from you guys. And you guys continue to make your way. I just realized I can actually move the shippy. Wait, I did this earlier. Ah, there we go. Changing its orientation. Uh, on the map as well um so as you start getting closer and closer this island starts taking on proportions like i said to you uh before this thing is not small uh, by any means so it's quite easily visible to you um the length of it what was it Fifteen thousand? uh no eleven thousand feet uh its width is only about 5,000 feet, um, but it's still pretty large. You guys, everybody who's on board, because I mean, seeing the island, you guys would all have your attention brought to it, um, and you were watching the turtle as well. Everybody give me another round of perception checks, please. As you, as the ship is getting closer and closer now. All right. So I'm going to resolve this, and then we're going to take a quick five-minute break. Let me just close close the dragon turtle picture quickly because it's now blocking my view of things. Um. All right, that's not too bad. Concarius with the 23, Cyan with a 16, Bims with a 19, Siren with an 18. Uh, Xerxes, you are distracted by your maps. You are making sure that this is indeed the correct island. Uh, Beiru, 
I don't know, you found a hock of ham or something that's got your attention. Um, Corollas. Can I roll as well? Yeah, you can roll as well. You're okay. on board. That was your previous one that I was busy looking at. Ah, 19. That's also not too bad. Okay, you guys who, who got 15 and above. You guys discussed the plan before about the cliffs. You know that on the southern end of the island is this place, these dunes, um, that Major Ursa informed you uh, was seemingly inhabited by this army of undead creatures beneath the sands. So you had the idea last week of perhaps uh, ascending via the cliffs of the island. Right. Yeah. So you're effectively seeing this long 11,000 feet, um, you know, of island ahead of you. And you guys start noticing a slight problem with that theory. Because not only is the island surrounded by these 40, 50 foot high cliffs that you were going to just scale up with Xerxes' help. Your ship will not actually be able to get quite close to it. About 500, 600 feet away from those cliffs are numerous jagged rocks, shoals, deadly shoals. Some of them hidden, some of them actually sticking out of the ocean as the waves are pounding on them. Um, immediately, Cyan, you being the man in charge of repairing the ship, you're like, fuck this shit. <laughs> That's a not, not a good idea. Um, what you do know is that you are going to, if that is still going to be your plan, you're going to have to take the rowboats and you're going to have to navigate those shoals. Which will be Xerxes' job. <laughs> we, can, we can also use the potion to climb the, the cliffs. Yeah, yeah but cliffs. we need to get to the cliffs first. We need to first. get to the cliffs first. And I think that is where we're going to... I'll let, let you guys um, ruminate on that while we go to break for a little bit. Thank you to the folks who were watching, or are watching, shall I say. Uh, we will be back. It's now ten past eight. Shall we try to be back by uh, quarter past, twenty past eight, please, folks? And we'll take a short break. We will okay. be back soon. And we're back, and in sight of the island. So yes, do you guys give the order to lower the rowboat? Hello? Hello? Well, that, that's up to yeah. the quartermaster and first mate, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know the right words during well, uh, obstacles are we still deciding to go our route how, how, how bad is the water like um, around um, those shoals it's yeah. quite violent um, make what would I what would I say this should be for you as quartermaster um, experience roll <laughs> make a survival check for me um, <laughs> and don't forget you can add your proficiency yeah you as in level proficiency as in plus three yes 
if he had like not the role right, I wanted to be like that seems sketch though. Um, well, with that 17 then, 14 plus 3, um, I'll say that you can, you think that your chances are fairly good, you think that you'll be able to navigate through it, um, though it might be difficult, you won't know until you're actually in the water and a little bit closer to it. Well, there are just some things that you won't see until you're close to it. Sorry, so what was that, uh, Mickey? Will, will, will this be the best idea, though? Well, it's that or go and fight the creatures on the dunes. So on the either die or die. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, the, the creatures... on the dunes. Yeah, can see you sail around the front and just see? Yeah, yeah we might be able to distinguish a path. Yeah, yeah and also... Uh, on the map that I have, can I see if the other side is any better? All right. So you guys are going to basically do like a little circuit. Are you going to go around the northern end of the island to get to the other side or past the dunes? How do you want to? Past the dunes so we can see what it looks like. We can see if there's any activity or whatnot. All right. Well just be careful then. We should be careful then. Yeah, are you, are you keeping quite far away from those those rocks, from those shoals? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, how far, just for interest's sake, how far would you say? You can say it in meters as well. So you said it's 600 feet uh, from the shoreline or from the cliff line is the start of these Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like variable. Some of them are a little bit nearer. Some of them are maybe only half that distance. Um, it's that the, but the furthest ones are about 600 feet out that you can see. Um, sure, I don't know. Like, more than that. I just don't know how much more. Okay, so let's say, we'll just say, we won't belabor it, we'll say a safe distance. You're going to be like two or three hundred feet beyond that, just keeping it, playing it safe. So, so, you're, yeah. so you can still get a good enough look at the coastline, basically. That's what we want. All right. Yeah. yeah. So going around the southern side. Um, I'll also say with that, with that roll, you do notice that there are certain areas um we like i say you you do you do pick up there are perhaps potential paths through those shoals for a smaller vessel so you you do have that route you you are busy assessing that situation is basically what i'm, what I'm trying to say as you as you're passing along um it doesn't take you too long to sail to the other side or to the to the southern side basically um as you start getting closer to that southern side you start seeing that um that southern tip is aptly named, or, or should I say, it, well, what the, the way Major Ursa described it is absolutely true. It's just these endless sandy dunes um, that gently slope up. Um, in total, it's around maybe a, no, from the tip of the, the island going inland. Uh, you make it out and it's about, say, 1,500 1, feet or so of these dunes 
Um, if anybody would like to make me a nature check, I will give you some additional information. DC 15. Can we do it? No. Vicarious knows fuck all. <laughs> uh, tracks. What did you sorry? What Hi. did you say, um, Ellen? Uh, so can we all do it? Can we all? Yeah, roll? you can all do it. It's this. This is more um, not specific knowledge, just life experience knowledge. Okay. Nature roll, guys. Yeah, who rolled survival? Oh, oh sorry, I, I have one with the ocean. <laughs> nice. Lol. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Is the one with the land. I think well, I'll allow you. Experience no, and, I uh, think I'll allow you all your. I'm distracted rolls. watching for the dragon turtle. <laughs> ah, fantastic. All right. So we're cyan with a natural twenty. Corolla's with a natural twenty now. Um, Beiru, you don't. You don't like sand. That's what you know. You don't like sand, and that's big heaping piles of sand. Xerxes, you know it as well. Siren, you, as a cat, think this might be delightful to walk upon. Um, Cacarius, you are distracted by the dragon turtle. Um, so, something come, becomes immediately apparent to you. These dunes are very much like the dunes you would find uh, in a completely different kind of environment, in like a desert. And you suspect that traveling across those dunes might be quite difficult. Um, in other words, those dunes would count as difficult terrain. It wouldn't be an easy trip, but it, neither, neither are the shoals and the cliff. But at least you won't get have the risk of getting wet and crashing against rocks. And does it look like there's any visible path through them, or is it just tunes? That is a very good question. You would need to get you would you would actually need to attempt to make landfall to see if you can discern anything of that nature. All right, I'm gonna fly or, closer. How far off the shore are we? It's 900 feet. Yeah, about. So, I mean, Xerxes could fly there and attempt yeah. to scout it out. I mean, you could always bring the... Oh, that's that's one more thing. Sorry. Um, as you are now on the southern tip of the island, Xerxes, something becomes very apparent to you because you've been keeping an eye on it. Those shoals seem to be tamer on the southern end. Yeah, by these dunes. Um, the ship could actually get a bit closer. You'd think the ship could probably approach within two or three hundred feet of the shoreline. Noted. Whereas nowhere else on the, nowhere else along the coast have you seen such a spot. Uh, flying closer, give me a perception check, please, Xerxes. Sure. Is Bim's flying with you? Correct. Okay. Um, I will need Bims to do two things for me. The first roll of the perception check, which is not bad. That's a 19 for Xerxes. Okay, perception. And a 19 for Bims as well. Uh, make an intelligence check, just a straight intelligence check for me for Bims, please. Okay. 
Okay. So while Bim's rolled well for perception, he sees lots of sand. Um, he tells you mind to mind. Boss, why are we here? There's nothing to eat. You've been eating the whole day. I haven't. As he like burps, there's this like seagull feather <laughs> that just puffs out. Um, you, however, so you can eat again later. <laughs> um, immediately, you get a sensation of of uh, anticipation. Um, however, you do notice something. Give me two seconds here. Because you rolled a 19, I'm going to do the following. I'm going to share a map with you. Uh, I just need to open something else here. Nope, that's not the one I'm looking for. This is the one I'm looking for. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Interesting. All right. So as you fluttering above the beach, uh, you notice something, especially from your vantage, I'll say that you're probably, you know, 20 or 30 feet up in the air as well. Um, you start to discern a pattern um, between some of these hill-like dunes in, ahead of you, you see every maybe four or five hundred feet, you see what is unmistakably some sort of sign that has been put up. Um, you know, whether it's like a sword stuck into the ground, or a flippin' oar, or you know, there's there's various like man-made materials that are laid out in certain places and you follow the, this trail up the up the dune for as far as your eye can see and we're talking about now all the way up to maybe 1200 feet um where you can see that there definitely seems to be a path through here somebody has been through here before okay um okay cool uh, as soon as i get back to the ship i want to uh, quickly write to draw it draw a um i draw what i've seen or whatever make another map and uh, let everyone know what i've seen as well here's a question i'm going to show you on that map i want to just activate drawing mode if i can find it Pointers, draw arrow. Uh, where's bloody drawing? Anything else? There was a supposedly smoke rising from that one building, and there was supposedly oh, a dead thing. Um, it has now been several days. You do not see any smoke anywhere, come, you know, rising up. From, ah, they're drawing um, from the island. So you basically landed. Hello. Neville, do you remember how to activate the stupid freaking? I've unlocked the drawing layer, but it's not allowing me to draw shit. Um, 
you basically have to create a new drawing layer. Is that what it is? But it has to be at the right. It has to be in the right order. Maybe that's it. Aha! You can see that line, right? Where? Uh, on that no. line that I shared. No. No. No line. And now? No. Oh God's sake! What the hell? I like that one, June. Right at the top there. The skull one. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's safe to stay away from that one. <laughs> you never know. Secret tombs need to treasure. No, that's not the thing I'm looking for. Do you see that line? Yes. Yes! Fantastic. <laughs> so the path that you make out looks like this. Uh, I'm trying to trace it out for you. I got this right. Around that hill, up there, up there, through those little hills over there, and then that's more or less where it stops. That's where you can see that seems to be where the activity is. Cool. Um, so I'll draw this. And I'll share it with everyone so that they have, can also see, and I'll notify everyone of the little um, sort of markers that have been placed everywhere. Uh, and also say I didn't see any, I didn't see any undead or any movement or. I didn't see anything. The only thing other than these dunes, these sand dunes, you can see on some of them, you know, um, there's like real scrabby-looking grass and tough little plants and things. You know, think something on the line or like the fame boss kind of a thing um, growing on some of them, but it's very sparse. This place is extremely desolate. Um, you don't see any kind of animals or anything um, on these dunes. But no, no signs of these undead that you were warned about. Okay. They um, did say that they sunk back into the dunes. Yeah. And if I, uh, where am I hovering now? Am I at the tip or am I still over the water? Uh, you would be at the, uh, at this point, you would be, um, on the beach or you know, just hovering above the beach there in that first square. Can I like tap my foot on the, on the sand and see if I, I mean, just like my, like my big toe. Okay. Just so you that. just want a, a, like a light slightly and just dip your toe into the sand. Uh, yeah, just happens. to see if anything happens. Nothing happens. Okay, I'm going to stand there then. Mm -hmm. Both feet. You settle down, Bims lands on your shoulder. Hmm. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. Are you on the path? I would imagine so, yeah. Um, can I take a step off of the path? Sort of uh, like well, a step then, off of the path, either like just a step is not going to do anything. Can I can I like stand on top of this dune, for example? Uh, yeah, if you move over to in that direction, are you actually going to like fly up there? Uh, each each one of those squares, just so you're aware, is like 150 feet. 
Okay. Um, I'll move like whatever, 10 meters off the path. Okay. So 10 meters off the path, nothing's going to happen to you. Okay. I'm going to go back to the ship. I'm going to let everyone know um, that I think it's potentially safe. Well, I'll let everyone know, but I'll say I think it might be potentially safe to follow this path uh, that I found. Obviously, get everyone's feedback as well. Everyone, he's talking to you. <laughs> if it looks like a path, and they did say that the other guys coming onto this island seemed to have a path and were unaffected mm. by the undead. I say mm. let's try the path. I can try and do the tracking, check, the, check for the tracks as well. I think let's just be wary and prepared as well. Yeah, yeah I think we also. How far does a. Uh, do we have ballistas? How far does, do these things shoot? Ooh, that is a, a very good question. I have a feeling not far enough. A ballista's um, range should be pretty decent. I'll tell you in a second. I like how a ship is considered a gargantuan vehicle. Um. <laughs> Can we, can we pull a CSDs move and load ourselves into the cannon? <laughs> sure, if you're willing to take the damage. Loading yourself into the ballista. It will be the damage of the ballista firing, which is 3d10, plus the fall damage of the distance. Not if you hold, not if you hold on to the ballista arrow and then have feather fall. Yes. Hmm. I played a lot of tank in my youth, so I'll be excellent at... <laughs> Doing this ballista across the whole world shooting. So the range, the minimum maximum range of a ballista is 120 feet and 480 feet. So it won't get very far the into the island. The mangonel that you have on board, um, it cannot target anything within 60 feet of it, but. It has a range, minimum range of 200 and a maximum range of 800 feet. That's okay. half the distance up the dunes. All right. So just sort of have uh, place the ship or angle the ship in such a way that we can actually make use of that in case we need okay. to. Well, I should imagine that the ship at this point would have the, since you came down the western, uh, eastern coast and no, turned right, it'll be the starboard side facing um the coast so yeah the, the the boat weapons would be in the right firing position um who would like to make a d20 roll for you? first of all tell me where you're aiming wait maybe map. we shouldn't be shooting this into the sand like what if we disturb them and then, Is, then isn't, this just them? The, isn't this just the backup yeah okay. let's let's maybe not cause you know let sleeping dogs lie It won't reach all the way up to that skull. Mm, no, I don't think so. No, I'm, I'm saying whoever drew the black. That's me. I'm the black. Uh, it won't reach I'm that the black. Uh, <laughs> I thought it might. Oh, why don't we just plonk it straight into the like the first dune that's relatively large? Yeah. So I, I'm assuming kind of like like that. But but team, what what's the point? Like we know that the skeletons here. Just in case. 
Yeah, but if they come up because of that, then we got to fight them. Yeah, and then we have... Uh... No, 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 why shoot it at the dune? What's the point? Exactly. Oh, that's, that's, that's why I, I thought, let me put it as a vote because of this confusion. <laughs> Like, uh, let's, let's not disturb the skeletons. We're just checking range so that if we do get attacked... Oh, okay, I understand. Sorry, I thought, I thought you guys want to actually, like, test this, the, the, the dunes out. Not, not realizing well, you actually just want to make sure to... what's in range, okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think it's best not to disturb. I mean, we'll tell the crew to take a shot regardless. Mm-hmm. Well, up to you guys. What what are you doing? Just just chilling and telling them to watch. I mean, your marines are. Well, I don't know how much of a crack shot you can be with a ballista or a mangonel, but you know, mangonel is pretty much like a fireball to all concerned. So um, are they? Are we allowed to make use of them as well? These marines. As in to come on the island. To sacrifice them. <laughs> or do we need to take them? Well, I mean, it's up to you guys. I will not willingly sacrifice my marines. Just keep one thing in mind. You've only got 20 marines. You also know that there are pirates in the area. And your ship would be left without much protection. We've got 20 marines on there. How good are you, are you at throwing? Come Throw on, rock. Stroll. I'm bored. I'm going to fly and land here. Say, guys, follow me. Stay uh, stay on this path. That I've, Well, I'll, I'll fly above and I'll say, walk here, walk there, turn here, turn there, etc. Trips. Come along. Uh, I was going to say to you another thing. Sorry, but the... Marines, I'm just trying to find something quickly. Nope, this is not the thing I'm looking for. Huh, that's interesting. Um, but old Sergeant Ives would also say, you know, you can take um, some of them with you, but not to take all of them with you. So it's up to you guys. I think we can handle ourselves. I say we don't need them. Um, I'm, I don't think we should take them with us. Um, what Ives does suggest is perhaps taking some of the men and at least making some sort of camp on that first section of dunes so that if you need a place to retreat to, um, you have something there. Yeah, so let's put like six of them there. All right. So six marines. Yeah, and then leave. Yeah, leave the ship mostly crewed, and then just take some marines off. Cool. And then I'll just also let them know. I think this is a good idea, at least. If um, obviously uh, keep watch, but if they do happen to see any pirate ships, then prioritize uh, uh, angling the ship towards defending the ship and attacking the pirate ship instead of towards the island. Sergeant Ives asks you. Um... Would you like us to stay anchored or would you like us to, um, you know, just patrol the southern area along the coast so that the ship is in in motion so that we're not sitting ducks? Patrol sounds like a good idea. 
Sure, could be a better idea. Yeah. We'll keep it. We'll keep in sight of the coast and the camp, um, so that if anything happens, you know, we can we can come to your aid in short order. Um, but it would be wise in these these waters, considering that there's already been uh, a couple of altercations with the pirates here, um, to err on the side of caution. Yeah, I agree. And then I'll I'll say I'll I'll shoot a fire bolt into the air once we're uh, once we've started um, walking and are, and are far away from the range of the mangonel, uh, then you guys can start doing a patrol. All right. So you want to keep them keep them stationary up for that eight hundred feet or so. Great stuff. Um, so eight hundred feet. What's that? That's going to be like five five squares deep. Cool. So, the rest of you guys join the Marines in a skiff, in their rowboat, and make your way onto this, the sand. Um, same thing strikes you. There's, it's quiet. It's like eerily quiet. It's hot. Do you actually see now that you're closer to it? Xerxes, you would have noticed this too. Um, in the hot midday sun, you see the... Um, my words are failing me terribly tonight. They're like the heat shimmer above the dunes. You see that bending of light, that almost mirage effect um, as you're looking out into the distance. Um, so you start heading out along the path that Xerxes has, has spotted. You start noticing the same little bits of cloth and things that are strewn every once in a while. And it, it's quiet. You make your way one block forward, two blocks forward. I'm going to actually drag, since Xerxes was the guy scouting this, I'm going to use your icon for this. Hey, what happened now? Oh, I'm still on draw mode. <laughs> so... You make your way there. Uh, it takes you the better part with it being rough terrain. Jeez, like, how long would that take? Um, one, two, three. It was 19. Sorry, guys. We have to do some. The maths rock says I need to do some maths. <laughs> also, I'm going to be flying so that I can see where the next set of path would be. Yeah. Um, what I'll allow you to do when you get there, I just want to calculate something. So this is going to take perhaps maybe an hour of walking um, to make your way up there. Um, you start seeing as you get closer, closer to that side, um, and you're rising in elevation. You start seeing a little bit more of you know this this scrubby looking grass and that. There's there definitely seems to be more life. So you think that you are very, very close. You, you may be just a few hundred feet away from being done with these, especially as you're flying up. I would like you to make another perception roll for me, please, Alan. Cool. Um, and there's nothing important about these markers. We don't have to, like, um, investigate them or take a closer look at them. Well, you can, you can if you want to. I want to see if there's any um, distinguishing features about them um, or similarities between them so that I can better spot uh, the next marker. 
give me uh, if anybody else is also looking at this give me um an investigation check please oh wow that's a six and a seven a 19 for xerxes <laughs> a 15 for cyan anybody else anybody else looking sure <laughs> Siren is non-committed. So we are rolling. Uh, investigation to having a look at at these markers that you guys have been passing. Yeah. Sorry, for some reason my chat window wasn't scrolling, so I didn't see what everybody was rolling. Okay, so sixteen uh, for Beirut, thirteen for Carcaria, so sixteen for Beirut, fifteen for Cyan, and Xerxes with a nineteen. Um, You notice a couple of things. All of the, you know, the weaponry that you see here. Um, when you pull one of these cutlasses out of the the sand, you notice that these cutlasses have seen a lot of battle. Um, there are actual whole sections um, of these cutlasses in some places uh, that are very deeply notched and chipped, um, and you. Knowing what you know about weapons, you think like this was basically no longer of any use, so that's why it's now being used as a marker. Um, some of the other little like tattered pieces of cloth in that that you find are very non-specific. Um, from the quality of the cloth, you can tell it's more more poor quality, um, but it, there's no like defining marks. It's not, you can't say, like, this was clearly somebody from Kierland who was wearing this. The pattern is indicative <laughs> of, you know, this region and blah, blah, blah. You're not going to be able to pull any kind of CSI shit like that. Um, it looks like pretty common pieces of clothing that were basically ripped up and tied around these objects as well. Um, whether it's these broken pieces of wood or the swords, etc. Um, just to, to make some sort of marker. But there's nothing too distinctive about it. Um, as such. Okay. Right. So with your 15 on your perception, um, you and flying high, you do notice um, that these markers continue. Um, you also start to notice something else as you moving, maybe the path changes slightly. I need to get the marker again. Um, and you see it starts heading in a more northerly direction. As you start getting to this place, you notice the sand around here is uh, not as, like I say, neatly organized. You start noticing more of these weapons laying scattered about, some of them half buried in the sand, some of them sticking out, some of them just lying on top of it. Um, but slowly, as you start making your way further and further north, you actually make your way out of the dunes and onto an area of the coast or of the coast of the island that is more grassy. Um, it's by no means lush. It's sort of like, how to describe it, felt to a degree. 
which is unusual for this, you know, considering this climate and the, um, you know, location of the island itself. To the, to, no, it's not too far away from the mainland. Something else that you start noticing is you see more trees. Off to your west, you can see what appears to be a small wooded area. Um, as far as your eyes can tell, it's maybe 300 feet across. Um, you also start seeing uh, there is a slight path leading away from the dunes, maybe 100 feet to your right, to the, towards the east. Um, and this path, as you like track it and follow it up north, uh, you see that it seems to head into another small wooded area. But these trees are, are, are not like full and bushy in that. They're kind of scraggly looking. They thin. They look anemic. If I can put it, put, say a tree is anemic. Um, but yeah, do you guys start following the path? That's well, probably the best you... option here, right? Yeah. To move with my boat ready. All right. Is anybody else taking any special precautions? No. I have flame heart drawn and maybe lit. Is uh, on this path? Uh, sorry. What is what is the? Is it? Uh, it's grass. You said right? Like felt. Yeah, it's basically felt, but you can see that there's a small path. It's not like it's it's not like cobblestone or anything. You can just see that there's a clear path that's been walked through the through the grass. That there's actually like a trail, if you will. Yeah. And no other trails. Uh, make a perception check for me again now that you're at the top. Anybody else who would like to, you can now as well, since you're out of the dunes. What? Wow, the rolls are iffy today <laughs> for some of you. <laughs> it's like Ellen is rolling either super high or super low. Better than just very low, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, at least there's, there's some balance uh, today. Point of, point of interest is Oceanus with us? Ah, that is actually a good question. He was on the ship with you. I don't know if you would have brought him with. That guy always follows us everywhere. Yeah, he's always keen for adventures. So you're your fanboy. He's, he, he's with you. I'm sure he is. Uh, is he he's in debt. So. Okay, yes, he is. Okay, cool. So then he is with you. Okay. Um, all right, let me have a look. Let me dissect these rolls. Carcarius with a 15. Bims with a 15. Corotus with a 22. Cyan with a 10. Siren with an 8. Beiru with a 12. And Xerxes with an 8. Uh, Carcarius, Bims, Corollis. Um Answering Xerxes' question of whether or not you see any you know, divergent paths, you can see that there appears to be a path. It's not actually coming off of the path where you are, but you sort of notice that in the distance, heading from the north, heading towards the southwest, uh, towards that other grouping of trees, there seems to be a change in the grass, which you figure is probably also a path leading down to those woods. Um, you also notice to the northeastern side, um, there's a similar sort of like indent in the grass, making its way, snaking its way in the dead branches to the north and to another set of woods to the east. 
Corollas, you notice something in particular about the trees in that area. Um, you see some of them seem to be like olive trees. Oh, okay. So Which you figure strange. that if they are residents on this island, they're probably harvesting those olives to eat. That's what these pods are. Either that or there's some sort of game on this island that is making these pods. You're not sure. Okay. You can't see any, like, um, other than, like, the path that you're following through the dunes. You don't see, like, oh, look, yeah, it's clearly a boot print, you know, or a sandal print or something to that effect. Okay. So, all of, but they do, they look not well. Yeah, they're not, they, they, they're, like, small. They don't, they're not... They're not top quality. Traffic. You know, you're not they're not well worn. Yeah, they, they're not. Yeah, the paths. You can see that they they are used. Otherwise, the grass would have covered them. Um, but you but you have no way of telling exactly how recently they've been used. Not unless you get a bit closer and you want to roll me in a survival check. Um, listen to the trees. Hmm. Yeah, to that. Actually, let me. Don't the path too much. No, let me let me walk. Well, at least I can see the path and I can see the trees, so I won't get lost. All right, so you walk a bit closer and then check. So are you Don't guys all basically walking down the path, you know, up the path, should I say, towards those woods to the north, or which, um, which direction? Hey, hey, this path is the most worn. It's likely the safest option. Mm. Okay. Sounds good. Alright. So, as you start making your way further up, uh, those of you who are proficient in survival, can give me some rolls, please. Nope. I just looked nope. at your party's gold again, and I'm, like, disgusted. Why did I give you so much money? <laughs> so it's give us stuff low. to spend it on. Way <laughs> low. No magic item. Yeah, remember, we, we've got a ship to fund. We need yeah. more. I can buy one item and this gold will be gone. Like I was saving up for a big something. Right. Everybody, you get a ship, you get a ship. <laughs> Soon enough, we'll have just, an entire fleet. I was about to say that. You know, you guys could have always seen if there was another ship for sale. <laughs> uh, but oh, anyway. Sovereign glue. Get me some sovereign glue. <laughs> that is something that is exceedingly difficult to find. You would need to roll very high on your investigation check for that. So, Beiru, with a dirty 20, Xerxes, you do not have much to to offer in this case. But, Beiru, you get a little bit closer to these pods. Um, and you do start noticing little telltale signs. Um, you can see that there are markings here that has definitely been in recent use, um, particularly the paths that are heading into these wooded areas. Um, you should also start noticing some other trails crisscrossing here and there. Um, you notice what appears to be small animals, probably something to the effect of rabbits uh, running across the path or scurrying across. Um, but you do confirm that there's definitely markers of human activity, particularly heading towards like these wooded areas where they probably, whoever it is, 
hunted or foraged for like olives and berries and things whatever they could find but i mean something else that you can tell with that role is whatever they were were finding was probably not top grade um so they you, you you can almost say with certainty that there's a certain sense of desperation yeah this is a, a fairly barren island even you with your your skills in survival would be hard pressed to to survive here for too long well i'll point out the direction we need to go nice well-worn get us safely through oh, that's the, that's the one heading pretty much directly north um little bit little bit of a curve to it uh, that goes through this northern wooden area and as you pass through it it's probably around maybe a hundred let me just check the scale oh no i lie it's actually probably closer to around 600 feet uh deep this bit of wooded area uh you start seeing another path emerge this one is an old it seems to there are some cobblestones to it it looks like it's been neglected for many many years you can just see some of them here and there others have been like basically picked up and chucked off of the road but as you start heading a little bit further north a little bit further north you start making out more of this cobbled road um and in the distance you should be able to see it because it's fairly clear though by this time it's probably getting to about four or five o'clock in the evening so that sun is starting to set um you know for sure that your ship is probably par paroling patrolling at this stage but you start making out buildings um around 500 feet to a thousand feet in front of you to the north um you see what appears to be a clump of stone buildings some of them small but one in particular is quite large but what you see of it is kind of disturbing you can see that the stone of those walls um have been charred black by fire you can also see that none of the buildings have roofs of any kind <coughs> oh, excuse me you can see just uh, to the side there seems to be um some sort of well or something perhaps as well as like a, a courtyard uh, that's just sandy but does the burning look recent or old you would need to get a little bit closer to to try okay. and ascertain that but it is just past nine o'clock and i think that is a very good place to call it for the evening but you definitely i can tell you one thing for sure you have definitely found what appears to be the abbey or what was once the abbey um everybody i'm going to make a note of this give me another set of perception rolls please who have i got first xerxes then siren then cyan what are we looking for Carolus. uh no this That's is more uh um a general Carrius and Beirut. When we return next week, 
Xerxes, what did you get? Nine. Nine? You have been denied. Uh, Simon. Nine. Thirteen. Cyan. Sixteen. Macarius. Thirteen. Uh, Corollas. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Good damn it. And... <laughs> He always rolls well, eh? <laughs> he does. Not always. Sometimes. Always, bro. You, no, no, you, only, only out of combat. You roll the wellest out of everyone. The wellest. The most wellest. <laughs> the most wellest <laughs> of the well. Oh, fantastic. I will tell you the results of that particular roll next week. Thank you very much for everybody who joined us this evening. Uh, thankfully, our sound problems were sorted out. Um, thank you Streamlabs for resetting my stuff to defaults for some ungodly reason, but we have figured it out. I will check it every week. Uh, thank you guys for playing as usual. You guys still have DM inspiration. Damn it. I was meant to, I meant to make you guys waste that crap. <laughs> Next week, join us as I figure out ways to make them waste their DM inspiration. But no, in all seriousness, take care. Thank you for joining us. The podcast and the YouTube video will be up in a day or two. Um, and yeah, be good. Take care. Thank you, guys. Good night.